Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. Since 2012, Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance and I have been airing inspiring, insightful conversations with all kinds of change agents who are raising the vibration on our planet. It's the intention of our show to explore possibilities and shift perspectives in holistic, spiritual ways. You'll hear how various industry experts discover and share their deepest passions to make a bigger difference in the world. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And do me a favor, please come back and rate the show so that new people can find us. We'll introduce our next guest in just a moment. Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. The funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate Geek to English for you and show you what you really need because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it, and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with TechLifeBalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message. Hi, it's your host, Cheryl Sitz. And when I'm not doing this podcast, I enjoy offering live or remote coaching sessions to help my clients explore their possibilities. Maybe you have a physical pain and you've never really gotten to the emotional root cause. Wouldn't it be nice to be free of that? We can do that together. We can also explore what it is you really want or what's really holding you back and get rid of that too. There's lots we can do together. Contact me, CherylSitz.com. Now on with the show. Last December, I was researching Atlantis, Lemuria, and some galactic questions I have for the coaching work that I do. When I found the work of today's guest, I really liked her energy and I reached out. Gratefully, she's agreed to come on the show. Eva Marquez is a spiritual consultant, healer, and writer. Her mission is to assist humanity in transforming fears to love. She lives with her family in South Carolina and serves the world at evamarquez.org, as well as creating meditations and spiritual guidance videos that you'll find on YouTube. Welcome, Eva. Hello, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm going to go ahead and ask the question just to get it out of the way because everyone's going to be wondering. You have a beautiful accent. Where are you from? Thank you. I was born in the former Czechoslovakia, now Czech Republic. And I came to States about 19 years ago. Wow. What brought you here, if I could ask? Well, it was a quick journey. I honestly believe it was a fate, but it was this little ad in the magazine to come and have a one year of the work in the USA. And I came here just for one year with my first then husband. And I stood here and I never left. (laughs) Well, you're doing some amazing work here. Do you still have, I imagine you have more of a worldwide client base, don't you? Yes, I do. Actually, after I started to learning to speak English, which I didn't 19 years ago, I realized that my horizon of of how many people I can really approach and help really broaden up because most of the people speak English. So yes, I do have clients all over the world, which is really exciting. That is exciting. Well, and you've written a couple of books on Starseed 
uh, stuff. So tell me a little bit about, have you always been like galactically aware and, and known all these things? Or how did you come into this information and this, this line of work that you do? Well, that's kind of a funny story. I really never been too much open. Well, I never knew about, I would say, the star seeds and all these planets and ancient paths and so much on. I've always been psychic. I've been born like that. But my story is a little different than the other people. I used to be afraid of everything. I used to outrun it as much as I could, which didn't work out. I tried to live a normal life, which didn't work out. <laughs> and uh, I really try hard to please my first husband and be a good wife and a good mm. regular woman. But we are different and it's great to be different. Yes. So long story short, it was with the birth of my daughter, which was born in 2003. I really embraced my abilities and says, okay, you know, instead of just be scared of everything, I'm going to look into it. And then came the work. I came across the book of Sanaya Roman, Open to Channel. And that really started this fast forward grow when I realized that I have a guide and his name was Kenyu. And Kenyu told me that he's from Pleiades. And I was thinking, what is Pleiades? <laughs> I had to sit down because I had this wave of the energy over me. And I started to cry and I speak this strange language. I was like, oh my God, that is so beautiful. I never felt so much of love. So of course I went and I Googled Pleiades, what it is, right? <laughs> and I was blown away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the beginning. Wow, that's a lovely beginning. For me, it was the book Bringers of the Dawn and a, a life oh. coach that came and moved in. And so, hello, Palladian sister. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and I do want to talk about all of that. So, was so all of that kind of came for you then and were you already familiar with like the other my other interest in like Atlantis and Lemuria and all of that our ancient times here on earth or did you kind of start with a more galactic perspective and then get into that well I pledge of spirit for a little bit so I started to feel that comfortable energy of the Pleiades and channel my guide and talk first I'm gonna be some amazing channeler <laughs> and my guide goes and says, well, you have to learn about the healing and energy healing. And I keep telling him, well, I, I can channel and I feel the dead people. We don't need that. And he says, well, yes, you may need that. We are the healers. We need that. And so I started to learn and I started to read. And it came back in about, I would say actually wasn't probably until 2000. 10 or so that I started to really dab into it and started to re read about Atlantis. And first it was obsession with the Egypt. So what I usually think what happened to us is that we're going backward and we started to having these memories. So right. the obsession with the Egypt and I started to making an ankh, the symbol, which I didn't even know what it was until I saw it on the YouTube and I go like, oh my God, that's what I have on the show. That's what I made. <laughs> and then it led me back into Atlantis and it started with memories, with the dreams, with the dreams of the land to be uh, damaged, of us living away, having this horrible feelings of the failure and sadness over something that was so beautiful and great and amazing. And that made me search a little bit more and meditate over it a little bit more and just learning about it. What does it mean for us? Where is that connection? So for anyone listening who we've just completely jumped into the deep end and they have no idea what we're talking about, 
Isn't your philosophy that pretty much if you're drawn to things like Starseed and Atlantis and Lemuria, then you have connections to those? I think I've heard you say that in your videos before. Absolutely. I keep repeating all the time. And you start to having these feelings that that you are curious about it, it means that you had a past life in that place. Because we cannot really have these feelings or memories or be drawn to the place that we don't know. They cannot imagine something that we do not know. It just doesn't work like that. Right. Well, Does and that make a sense? Yes. And I think, I think it's beautiful, the synchronicities. For me personally, when I started to explore this, I thought I was losing my mind. I mean, when somebody started suggesting all this stuff to me and I started to feel it, I thought, oh boy, they might as well just lock me up. And everywhere that I would look or turn in in the more worldly sense of my life to, to hoping that they would talk me out of it and go, yeah, you've kind of gone out there. You need to come back. I was getting confirmation that it was true. <laughs> and And yeah. these were from people that I really trusted. And so I thought, wow, maybe I do need to trust my feelings more. For me, it's been a journey of learning to trust my intuition and trust my feelings over what anybody else thinks or feels. Has that been your experience as well as you move through all of this and coach with people? It's been very similar for me. It's been So I, if I understand it right, you grew up in this sort of, you know, studying the Bible, going to the church, yes, going that avenue. See, I didn't. I, in the Czech, we really didn't go to the church or read the Bible or something. It was very different. So I take it as an advantage. So I wasn't really, I didn't have a set beliefs. Uh, my belief was just to have a, you know, to be a successful at something back then, but it was, of course, different after that. For me, it was the facing the fears. All this, I would remember the fears. And so going through the fears and the facing them. So when I would meet somebody who, you know, give me that affirmation or I would find something, I was like, Yo, you know, there it is. But what are those fears? You know, do we go look back there? There's just so much of bad. You know, when you when you open it, everybody's telling you, oh my God, there's this demons and there's this kind of the beans and there's this kind of the beans, what are they going to do to you? So going through that and find my intuition, what I want to believe in, what it is right, what is not right, that was a big thing for me. And that's what I teach to people to empower themselves, that they are not afraid, that you, you know, sit down and look at it. What is it that, you know, gives me that anxiety from this information or from what I found? Do I want to believe it or do I want to leave it alone? And just that empowering journey was important for me. Right. Yes. I have to share something because this isn't video. So I'm the only one that's aware that this is going on. But I create these videos with Mario in our little studio area of his condo. And sometimes the cats come in and out of the space. And I have a deep connection to cats, which I'm sure you're going to be able to share something about. But right now, as you've been talking, people, they react differently, his cats, to whoever we've got on the show. The cats are both right here. They have not left since I started talking to you. And they're certainly circling around and they've got all this energy moving. So did we bring them here too? Yes, they are the Syrian <laughs> cats, right? The Syrian beings embodied in the cat that are your familiar, that are your guides that came here with you. Our pets do carry this energy for us. And, you know, not every pet I would have it, but if you are spiritual, if you are starseed, if you have this kind of the interest, then everything starts aligning in our life. You know, we get this special pets that may be very opinionated, very difficult at times. 
but they are here to protect us. When you have a nightmare at night, that cat is up there to wake you up or sort of control, not control, to protect your energy. So you can do your astral travel, that you can do your night work, what you do. So they came here with us, yes. I agree. I totally agree. I just wanted to go there on the show because that was so funny as, so, as soon as we started talking. And and they react very differently to different guests, but they really like you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. So I really diverged off topic. Um, <laughs> That's okay. So if somebody's just kind of overwhelmed by this information, I think all yes. of us kind of move into this space a little differently is there a best way to proceed? If okay, so I think I'm a star seed. I don't know what is this series and Sirius and Pleiades yes. and all this. What does that mean? Where am I from? Is there a, a way to move through that? Those questions without the co- like I do that coaching, but yes. for, for individuals, how do you kind of guide them along, or what do you encourage them to do first? Well, I think it's really good just to sit down with it in that very neutral place. You know, don't get overexcited, don't get over scared because there are many information on the internet, which is beautiful that we share so much information. But there's also a lot of scary information that, you know, the new person who realized that this is going on suddenly start reading like, oh my God, this and that, and goes in that fear factor. So we don't want to get them into any fear factor. It is quiet, normal to be a star seed. You know, if you have are a star seed, you 100% had a lifetime in the Atlantis, most likely in Lemuria as well, because that was our beginning of the days. And we are not as different than anybody else. It is too good to look what, what my what my interests are, what the passion is, because that's going to connect to that star nation. Is that trait of the do I feel like I'll have a healing energy I want to do healing do I enjoy to talk to people do I love to write do I like to be the actor and make the movies do I enjoy to be a teacher sort of look you know at your passion doesn't matter if it goes or doesn't go good at the moment but look at it and how that can be enhanced with that knowledge of that I am a star seed and I can enhance that ability in the particular thing that I do so it's not really, you know, to go on this like, oh, my God, you know, I am the alien having a human experience. <laughs> Mario and I love to joke that we're the aliens that we've been waiting for. Like, wow, here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. I talk about it all the time and to my kids because my kids are used to it by now. And we always joke about it. We says, you know, the people are waiting that until the disclosure will come and when they land on our lawn. But we are not ready. This is what is not ready for it because there's not mm-hmm. free will by everybody. But we are here. And I think that's how it really has been designed. Yes. That we keep we, we keep returning back and back and back. And there's been a this long period of time, in my own opinion or speculation, about two thousand of years when we really threw ourselves into all kind of the past lives that made a damage on our soul. And now with the opening of the energy of 2012, we are allowed to remember of who we really are, that we are not just, you know, the regular human beings, even talk, you know, we are, but I mean that there's much more of us, that we do not have a just junk DNA, that our DNA contains much more, the information into our past, information into the future, all kind of this things are encoded there and we just have to i think cross the barrier of the fears that we are able to look at it and says wow you know there it is 
whenever we open that window, you know, of, of I'm a star seed and it's exciting to have abilities, you also open that dark window because we are both light and the dark and we all have a dark past. Whenever we like it or no, there's been something that we didn't like. We have been abused. We have been abusers. We took all on all kind of the roles for the reason to learn, to understand how this world really works, how does that electromagnetic field work on our consciousness. And so we need to open it and we look at, you know, at the dark side as well. I agree. And and understand it, not to, you know, not to just go in that fear factor again, but understand it and look at it and says, well, this is what happened and it is okay. We can learn from it. I mean, we can, when we look back into Atlantis, we know that Atlantis has been this most amazing place with a high developed technology with, you know, the healing was accomplished there so fast. Our lifespan was incredibly long, but we have self-destructed ourselves through the technologies because it was growing faster than we could have work with. And that split between the greediness and those on the light side, you know, wanting to have this heaven on the earth has been a huge pull. Yes. And somehow there is that uh, energy is mirroring at this time, at least in my opinion, when we started be pretty soon racing against the technology or with the technology. And we need to bring it, you know, technology is really good and great. The amazing surgeon or the doctor is absolutely great if we can learn to combine that holistic part and that technological part or that brain part all together, as I think we're supposed to do. Yes, I agree. Well, I wanted to kind of circle back a little bit because you you yes. referenced our DNA. And I know from looking at your site that one of the services that you provide is to help us activate in our DNA what we have brought here so that we are able to access the information of who we really are and our, our ancient past and our gifts, right? What? How does yes. that work? Can you explain that a little bit? Absolutely. It is. Uh, it can be done you know, via meditation or in person. The majority of the things I do just via Skype and the meditation. And it is a process of reconnecting our energy of the past, present, or the future. So it has been said in the past that the three particles coming together create, um, oh my God, what is that word? Catalyst. <laughs> catalyst. They catalyze. They yes. empower you. And so DNA activation works with many of the three particles of the past, present, of the future. It means to opening all your chakras energy wide as much as we can stretch them, first to cleanse them and to stretch them. And then another particle is a vertical energy. So the chakras are your horizontal energy, the meridians, which the Chinese medicine describe very well, are your vertical energy. So as your chakras grow sideways and that, you know, that your psychic ability kind of feeling and perceiving the things opens more, our meridians stretch into the earth and into the universe. I believe that in the ancient times, our meridians have been open. So they are like the telephone lines that go all the way in the past because we have booted many, many information in the past. There are crystal cities. Uh, Lemurians living in the, in the earth so we connect with all that energy and we connect it to depending on where you came from to the particular uh, star station, uh, star nation whether it's the Pleiades or Sirius or Alpha Centauri I cannot really explain how I feel but my guides guide me to that right place to go there and when that happens it's like your electric grid and your nervous system 
opens her up and get flushed up with the energies and reconnects in those in that basic grid. And the third part of the DNA activation is to activate the thymus and the pineal gland. It's like a trinity of the energy. So the chakras, meridians, and the pineus and the thymus and pineal gland all together create the activation. When we connect with our home world and with our guides, and we reconnect it back into the earth from our first time when we came here, something powerful happened. It's like this memory started to happening. It doesn't really happen that, you know, we end up the session, you go like, whoa, I have a whole picture of what it does. <laughs> but I wish it would be. But usually what people say in the few days and so much on, they see the changes within their energies. You know, they uh, some people, you know, grow and they find a right job, what they're supposed to do. Some figure out and realize out that they need to divorce and it's time to call it a quit. Some people figure out what is they calling. It's just those steps that you start to believing in yourself more. It's like bringing that home energy and remember you of who you were long, long time ago and that you can be it in that present time. I think it's very powerful and it lasts for the lifetime, at least our lifetime that we are here. Um, guides like to join in these sessions and they always tell me that they raise each person's vibration to only a certain degree that our nervous system can handle because there's no point of opening one's energy and the nervous system gets override and then you cannot do anything. Right. Um, make a quick compare, you know, some people who use recreational drugs open their open the energy violently and then they have this hallucinations and the visions and cannot really handle it so that's the violent opening versus you know gentle opening when you can when when your guides control it when your energy controls it when your higher selves is in that part of the process that is the dna activation really just remind you of your abilities with that usually information flows so if somebody has been the healer just a reminder and awakening of the healing energy when somebody writes the books and does the interview the broadcast the news <laughs> and else like you guys you know there will be that connection to akashic records and uh, i feel your connection like the syrians as well now pleiadians yeah. and Andromedians, they are in the park yeah. But there's that memory of the Akashic record. It's almost like we clean that line and it's clear for you to assess that place easily. Yes. That's how it works. And so purpose is that that will empower that it will empower your life. And that you don't feel that different and you can literally do this. And I think that at least for me, it's helped me the more I go into this, the more I'm willing and open, the more information I get. And the more information I get, the more comfortable I get with it. And yeah. until it just is the way I am. And it's not awkward for me anymore. It just is. And there's such a beauty in finally not having to believe or disbelieve, but knowing. Like when yes. that that place of knowing comes in and it's not, oh, you believe in that? No, I don't believe in that. I know it. <laughs> I know that yeah. this is true for me. So um, I think that that's a beautiful gift for everyone to give themselves is just to create the space and allow allow for the information to come in. Just, you know, what if and see what shows up and and kind Absolutely. of flow with that. Well, I'm, I'm guided to ask you now because things have gotten really interesting worldwide in the political scene. 
What do you think is happening as far as all of that playing out correlates with what's going on galactically? Are we literally looking at people from different places having disputes here in human form? Do you think it's that? Or what do you think is happening? Well, I never heard this opinion about that. No, <laughs> what, I, <laughs> what I think is happening that we needed some kind of the chaos. I actually think that the chaos come, will, let's start with this. There's the energy of the chaos that we all feel since about the beginning of the January when it really, really increased. And there's a lot of, you know, upset energy and angry energy, but it all boils down into the chaos and we're all waiting, oh my God, what's going to happen next? But I think that the next step is going to be quite well and beautiful for all of us. Through this chaotic energy, we all realize that we cannot just sit and say, well, life is good. I'm going to have my garden here. I'm going to worship <laughs> my Pleiadian friends. And once I live out of this world, I'm never going to come here again. I mean, that is over. We all realize that we have a work to do. Whenever we are doctors, teachers, lawyers, healers, psychics, the news reporters, we want to do something else. We want to do something better. I mean, I think that for the last three months, so many people awaken. I have been so busy and I have never been that busy in the January and the February. There's just so many readings of people's like, what am I going to do? Well, we have to hold that light and positive energy for the outcome that we want to see. It doesn't really matter who is in the power, who is, you know, in the politics ruling at this time or tomorrow or the day after. We need to have a collective vision of what we want this earth to be. What is that new earth that we're talking about? What is that energy? And we still, you know, live in the time when a lot of changing happening through these painful triggers and chaos and so much on. But what I have learned in this little time is that, again, we step back and we get out of that fear factor because we all kind of tend, you know, go in that sort of freak out mode, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And you get caught up with it. I got caught up with it for a few <laughs> weeks. And then I says, I cannot do this. I cannot function like this. I step out. And it's not that bad when you step out. It doesn't mean that you are the ignorant. You pick, you pick what you want to do. And you're following up on it. So, you know, that's how I see it. So I don't see it really, you know, the different galactic beings coming in this different kind of the people and having war here on the earth. Absolutely not. I think that the earth is moving in the fifth dimension. It is very chaotic. Not everybody of us going to move in that fifth dimension. Now, when I speak of the fifth dimension, I'm sorry, not everybody's going to move there because they don't want to. We cannot mm -hmm. force anybody. That's That's how I will start with it. But the moving in the fifth dimension is meaning living in the physical body, holding the fifth dimensional energy. It doesn't mean that we evaporate and we're gonna, not going to be seen and we're going to join, you know, these wonderful beings in the Lemuria. <laughs> and just, a, it would be beautiful. I mean, I would love it. Don't take me wrong. <laughs> but the information I'm receiving from them is like, okay, we give you the skills, but you have to work it because you have the body. Yeah. What we didn't realize that having a physical body is a gift is a very precious gift because we can make changes. It may be little changes that step up into the big changes, but that's what it is. All these beings, you know, wonderful Pleiadians as they are, the angel, angelic realm, the ascended master who guiding us, 
they cannot, they don't have a physical hands and physical body to do these things, to write a book. They need to collaborate with us. And, you know, we made that collaboration. We made those um, agreements, contracts, sacred contract, call them, whichever name, long time before. But we were brave enough to come here at this time of the great chaos. And we believed that that chaos is going to settle down. And people, often by the despair, pick up something else that works for them. I mean, if somebody has a cancer and a regular doctor doesn't work for them because they just breach the limits of what they can do, out of despair, they may find a healer. And they may find that they heal and they have this miraculous recovery. But it really happened out of that despair and the chaotic energy that something nice and beautiful is born. And I, I honestly believe and we hold that vision that something beautiful and great coming out of this, the more of us will be brave to do it, the more faster it will happen. I totally agree with what you've said. That's exactly what I believe is happening. As medicine fails, we find holistic healing. As as whatever uh, spiritual path may not serve us, we find one that does. As the politicians don't serve us the way we want them to, we find our own power. It's all about catalysts for us to find out who we really are. I believe the whole thing is set up for us to find out who we really are. Yeah, as painful as it is, I believe <laughs> I believe the same. I thought it's going to be just the fairies and purple flowers and beauty, but that's not what we sign up for here in this no. lifetime. I don't think that we really talk about it as much when we sign up for it. Right, right. Well, and it's so ironic. I think that's just the way the human form is made up. We seem to learn things the hard way. And I do you know, I'm trying to get better at that. I really am catching on before it has to come and hit me over the head. But we really but seem to learn that to way. It, if I can stop <laughs> you for a moment. Okay. So we do that. And I, I wrote about it in my book that we, we, you know, there are those triggers. But once you stop and you come, you come to that conscious energy of the now, you can see what is coming and you can be a foot ahead of it. So you don't have to really be on that self-destructive path of the triggers, but you can you know, you can say, okay, I need to change this. It's going to be okay. I can make a change. So you make a change before it really hits you. You stop it. So we have designed this for us. I'm 100% sure about it. That's why we need to look at our life patterns and kind of observing and says, okay, what is returning? What is happening to me again? And instead of, you know, going that victim, you says, okay, here I need to make a change in this part. And I'm not going to go into these triggers anymore. Yes. Well, and you yeah. said the trick is being conscious. And yes. and you know, I'm I'm very grateful that my life I've I have created a life that has slowed down a bit so that I can purposefully be more conscious in my daily life. But I meet many, many people that are busy in corporate America and busy with family and life, and life is moving along at a hundred miles an hour and being conscious can be really hard for people. So how do you advise someone who's living that very busy life to be more conscious to catch things earlier like that? I would say just to be positive and, you know, be conscious of the talks. If some negative talks keep coming to me repeatedly, you can write it down and says why it is happening. What is the fear behind it? Or you can just have that talk in your head. They should practice a conscious or walking meditations, as they are called, you know, 
mother with two children doesn't always have a time to sit down and do the proper meditation. I don't always have a time for it. So you do it while you're washing dishes, making dinner, when you have that little time for yourself, even if it's not, you know, to really sit down and have the time, you can have that play in your head of the conscious thinking and be very mindful. That's where the practice mindfulness helps as well. And just to live to it that we don't always, you know, sometimes just spend time with the family and with your children or with your husband having a nice dinner is much more beneficial than sitting alone in some spiritual book and learning about, you know, what happened in Atlantis or how to be the better Pleiadian. <laughs> it's just it's just the choice that we take through the day. And again, to be conscious of our talks. I would say that's the first step. And Try to turn them around, to be more positive, to catch yourself in that negative. See, our primary uh, our primary program in our body is the shame and the guilt and the fears. And that is something that tries to keep you away from that conscious now moment because you catch yourself, you know, you have time to think like what happened before, what happened last week, how bad I was two years ago or something like that. Versus is not true anymore. So catch it, stop it, and get yourself, you know, to be grateful for a wonderful time today, for the time that I can spend with you here, guys, and talk instead of thinking like, oh my God, what did I mess up before? That I think is to be the conscious, to be in that moment, and and try to stay positive as much as you can. That's excellent advice. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. And a little end to it. If you, you know, we all fall into that you know, some kind of the depression or feeling bad or so much on. A great friend told me one time, she says, you can allow it to yourself for about hour or two. You can sit and pity yourself as much as you want. <laughs> but then you stop, you straighten up and you go up with your day. And I think that was the best advice in my early days that I could receive. Yes. Really good advice. Yeah, yeah good. And, good and feel just as bad as you can feel for that two hours. So you honor that side of the emotions too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> There's another part of the spirituality. So everybody's teaching us that we should be in that love and feel great, yes. right? And be really positive even I'm preaching it right now. But there's a time when we need, when, when you start feeling good, you know, you, you may feel angry or over something that happened or so much on. And there's a time to just really close yourself in a room when nobody needs to witness that and go there for a minute, two minutes and feel that pain, you know, feel the pain of betrayal or sadness. Just don't be afraid to go in those first three chakras and really, if it's coming out, says, okay, let's bring it out. Let's feel it in that fullness of what it is. And then take it out it's like a little baby and you should look at it and say, okay, sweetie, you are angry. You are angry because, because, what would it be? Because, because you cannot go for the trip and, you know, you pull it out and it says, okay, you cannot go through for the trip right now. But if you make some changes, perhaps we can go for the trips, you know, sometime in the future and your anger passes. But you don't understand. We have to go now. Everybody's going. Yeah, we are not going. But people will think and da, da, da. And you talk to yourself, you consult yourself and, and you, you take it out and you, you acknowledge that anger and then you or sadness or bitterness or whatever it is. And you take it out and it says, okay, it's time to let it go. And you pull it out and you acknowledge it. And then together you sort of pull it out and you may call for the angels, take it out. You can destroy it with any kind of the force that you want to destroy it. And you 
let it go. You separate yourself from it. You honor even all those bad feelings. And then when the cry comes and kind of the sobbing, you forgive yourself or you send the forgiveness to whoever needs to have a forgiveness. And you can call for Archangel Michael and give yourself this big, tight hug that holds you in your arms and have that unconditional love that you are a good person, that you are a good soul. And it's okay to feel those dark things once in a while. And it's okay to pull them out. And uh, that, I think, is very powerful as well. Very important. Yes. Uh, and and great preventative medicine right there, because that's going to stop yes. that stuff from backing up in our body, all those emotions we didn't want to feel because we were busy trying to be happy all the time. I had a yeah. lot of that when I came into this path. And, uh, and you know, it's like, oh, I had to take a lot of the trash out that I hadn't taken out over the years. Because, you know, every the world wants, a, wants to see a smiling, happy face. And we get really used to putting that on, whether it's what we feel or not. So I, I love what you just shared about really owning all of the feelings and letting them express and and move through us and out yeah and they 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 don't bother you after that anymore you know that often they really and that's you know when you get all of those triggers because the body says well it's not working for you anymore i'm not gonna do it (laughs) exactly this has been delightful i love chatting with you so what all have you got going on now you do coaching and they can reach you on your website for that and you do the dna activation and your books where are those available yes my books are in the ebook form on amazon okay you can just google my name there eva marquez and there are three books on the amazon and i starting well i do the classes like teaching little workshops off and on but I'm going to be very persistent this year with it because I thought that's my path. I'm actually teaching a class on the 19th of March here in the Charleston. So if anybody from the Charleston area listening, you can guys contact me. And I'm working on another book and hopefully on a program that will teach the people to empower themselves to, you know, look in the pot and look on those dark places. And no matter where you are in a life, whenever you are a housewife or the CEO of the company, that you can find that strategies to self-empower yourself and move yourself forward. Of course, I'll always work with this, you know, helping people with their abilities and helping them find that right path for them. Because I think it's uh, very important that we see that we are on that right path and that's going very, very well for us. You're a very bright light in the world and I love knowing that you're there doing all the work that you're doing. And I, my favorite last question, I, I ask every guest, what is a parting thought that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Oh, thank you. Well, my parting talk would be to thank you guys for all you do because you are spreading the light to the world with your amazing way. And everybody who's listening today, I want you to all believe in yourself. I want you to go within and look in those beautiful light parts and beautiful dark parts within you. I want you to find that you can be your own guru, that you can be your own healer, that you don't have to just to follow anybody out there, me or anybody out there, that we all have an incredible power, that we do have a part of the God of us within us, not the God that's the written Bible, but of everything what is out there in a universe, that we do have a spark of light, that we are full of love, and that you are the God, I am the God, we have that part within us, and we are incredibly powerful when we come to that conscious knowing and believing it. We can make this world a beautiful place once we realize that we are beautiful inside, that you are beautiful inside, and you can do anything. 
I love that. And you are a beautiful light. Thank you so much, Thank Eva you. Marquez, online at evamarquez.org. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Would you like to be a guest on Exploring Possibilities? Drop me a note at info at journeyofpossibilities.com. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.